0: Our grog. Hello and welcome to the Sideshow Podcast. I'm Peter Fickling and today it's just me and Kerry Warbis. Matthew is top-knotted, half-naked and frolicking in the Algarve sunshine. So um, hello, Matthew and um, Kerry, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. He He showed us a photograph earlier, didn't he, of himself on the beach and I've never seen a paler man in my life. So I was quite baffled as to how he can live in Portugal and be so very, very white
0: yeah it's like one of the you you expected to see him being held by a kind of bemused fisherman sort of with a sort of like the tagline you know (laughs) strange fish dug up from sea depths or something you know almost translucent you can see his inner organs underneath the skin
1: exactly that i mean he looked he looked great but bloody hell he is pale yeah and very
0: proud of his nipples as well that was something he referred to
1: he did but he'd cut them off the photo
0: oh i didn't see that I i
1: did have a look and they weren't there
0: Strangely, when Matthew sends a photo and it says refers to his nipples, I don't um, hit the image to expand oh, it.
1: <laughs> Quite happy
0: to just deal with the preview.
1: Would you do that if I sent you one like that, though, Peter? Uh, um, <laughs> I...
0: Well, that's a difficult question to answer. I I think I think that I would be very I think my surprise that you had sent me a new well, photo yeah. would probably <laughs> be the, the would be greater than uh, that would be let's, let's put the photo would be the last of my problems. I think <laughs> I think I'd probably go through to Charlotte and say, Charlotte She's lost it. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Kerry sent me a cry for help. I think you need to drive down to Brighton because this is very yeah. out of character. Yeah. yeah. It
1: is, yeah. it is. I wouldn't do that. Sorry, Charlotte. I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't felt I haven't felt huge waves of jealousy from um, um Charlotte over, over the last yeah. year. That's actually a very good point. This is mm. the first time that Kerry and I have done a podcast, just the two of us, after this is pretty much our year anniversary, isn't it, Kerry?
1: yeah it could well be couldn't it
0: Give or take since we were um hastily thrown together to yeah. um uh, help out on a, a rival podcast although many many moons ago used and abused <laughs> <laughs> well, you know rumors abound yeah <laughs> we
1: survived <laughs>
0: yeah, ex- exactly weird this is this is half podcast half uh, half support group yeah um, so, but, um moving swiftly on <laughs> so vince casey's daughter got married mm. um and I vaguely remember you not thinking a huge amount about that episode, or have I misremembered?
1: Well, we WhatsApped about it, and I was like, "Oh, that was a very odd wedding. Uh, First of all, it was on a Sunday, wasn't it? But maybe the episode was a Sunday, but that doesn't mean the wedding was a Sunday, does it, really? Because they shift time around, don't they? Sometimes it could have been on a Monday. Or a Saturday, don't know. Uh, but the main thing that struck me about the wedding really was the sort of snobbery that was involved. Yes, did you? There were, I mean, there were lists upon lists of sort of derision about things like, oh, they're getting through a load of champagne. It was a couple of dozen bottles already. You know, they'd practically not even walked through and sat down. Uh, then laughing at the couple in gold because. They, uh, they look like a couple of Oscars, although Lily did say they look amazing, um, but had to mention that they're next to the chocolate fountain. <laughs> um, and a photo booth was mentioned and a terrible facelift. And... Sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But it was like a litany of cliches, really, wasn't it? Um...
0: Steph was sort of um, very keen to point out the 50,000 um, Diamante pearlescent sort of studs or whatever it was or yeah. diamonds but you know Svorsky crystals are made up her dress so there was a lot of snobbery direct like you say directed mm. at them and I was offended I, I was offended by it but it's kind of more because it but I think I've referred to it before like it, when it's to do with the Grundy's anything that anything that's not from one of the rich none of the if you know Brian Brian and Jennifer rolling around in their hunter wellies with some kind of like mm. you know padded um padded barber jackets on I mean that's just as naff as a, a chocolate fountain or a kind of like a sparkly <laughs> dress isn't it I mean that yeah. kind of cliche country squire look for me is yeah. just as naff
1: I mean they're all cliches aren't they you can't can't get away from that I, I just thought it was funny to cram so quite so many in there was a pick and mix cart there was someone with extensions that they had to mention hair extensions and then the microblading of eyebrows which Ruth had no idea did you know what microblading was Peter until I think I did before Sunday yeah I, think I did I
0: think, well I it's one of those things I could have taken a stab at but this is i this is what Matthew and I were missing last week um Kerry your mm. um, intense eye for detail um you know we <laughs> <laughs> um being kind to us we're taking a lot more of a helicopter view on the show so you know because <laughs> you know, if I feel like I feel like like I mean I could a couple of those things I can remember Bisque. it's very mm. impressive the um your sort of recall
1: Yeah, I just was struck by it and then became obsessed by it. After the first two or three, I had to write them all down, really. Um, Yeah, Lily and Lizzie getting ready for the wedding. There was an early bit in that where um, I thought there was a bit of hypocrisy because Lily was chiding Lizzie. And I know we've been told off for saying Lizzie, actually, haven't we, by someone on Twitter. We should say Elizabeth Um, because nobody says Lizzie apart from Nigel and he's dead. But anyway, Lily was saying to Lizzie about Vince, that's no excuse for him lying to you. As if and then I was just thinking, but you slept with someone behind Russ's back, <laughs> you hypocrite.
0: It was very strange that Vince was ever in trouble in the first place. I mean, mm. he should have just owned he it seemed weird that he did it. He should have just owned up to Lizzie. And Lizzie's forgiveness seemed very obvious. Like you wouldn't throw away a whole relationship over a misunderstanding like that. So the whole So just the mm. fact that Lizzie you know, that, sorry, that Lily was um sort of um uh, slagging vince off behind his back struck me as strange in the first place and Mm -hmm. yeah, as you say especially when she's really not in any place to criticize but uh, but maybe this is maybe this is what the script writers are doing they're just kind of like they're just trying to keep it front and center in our mind the whole time that you know lily is really swimming around in a kind of soup of kind of moral um, moral ambiguity at the moment
1: Mm, true
0: everyone's been very harsh on rust recently about him kind of like freeloading off um Elizabeth.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Elizabeth's Elizabeth's um, generosity, hmm. but isn't that true of um, Lily and Freddie as well? I mean, they're you know they're they're being they they both got sort of jobs at home. I mean, and I'm sure they're very good at them, but neither of them are contributing. Or is is Lily still working at the um, call center?
1: Yeah, I think Lily's still still flogging kitchens, isn't she, or something? Is she? I mm. thought
0: she was. I thought that was over, and she'd sort of gone back home to sort of. Or am I just getting
1: confused? Dunno. I don't care. But yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I guess they are her kids though, aren't they? Slightly different.
0: Absolutely. But just sort of um it's not like it's not like Russ is out on his own as the only person kind of like no. picking up crumbs from the table. There's, you know, it's there's, there's plenty of other people. And, you know, why not? I mean, and also the other thing is, if, if Elizabeth wants to spoil Russ and give him a stupid job that doesn't really matter at a, you know, a, a completely empty art gallery, that's up, that's up, that's up to her.
1: Mm. Yeah, there was a good bit with Vince and Lizzie as well, where because um, Vince was talking about his, his worry about Beth. The daughter or you know not liking her boyfriend he actually said i hate him mm. um i can't remember why to be honest what he'd done that was bad but then he said to lizzie you'd be the same you wouldn't stand by would you if one of your kids took up with a wrong and like that or something I was they like, are
0: the
1: Lillian ross lizzie really didn't kick up much of a stink about that did she
0: but I think I think um, Elizabeth's kind of like sort of of the generation, maybe I'm of that generation as well, of kind of, um, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not just I'm not just their parent. I'm their friend as well. Or, you know, like, mm. hey, class, um, you know, don't call me Mr. Rogers. Call me Paul. You know, it's kind of that sort of mm. um, painfully, painfully kind of
1: liberal. Sort of
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think sort of Elizabeth probably sort of like choked down a lot of her sort of um, distaste. Mm. For, for that sort of stuff, you know, for that, for those goings on.
1: Bit strange though, isn't it? When your daughter's being.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be on a the teacher. moon if my, no. my little girl brought home a, um, a, a sort of a, an oily, smug up himself pedophile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not really.
0: It's no, not what It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be my dream, but I'd defend her right to date an oily, smug pedophile. <laughs> you know, if, you know it's probably, it is yeah. legal. Yeah.
1: You wouldn't get your best crockery out, would you, for him? No, Probably.
0: no, no, I don't know. I don't think, I mean, you know, this is uh, Matthew said this last week our love for us is purely for mm. the extraordinary levels of entertainment he brings.
1: Yeah, I was gutted he did not appear in the uh Tracy and Lily uh sort of dinner party thing where Tracy was trying to sort Chelsea out.
0: Yeah, that felt a bit crammed in, didn't it? it felt mm. like, you know, it's always nice to hear Tracy on the archers, but it did feel a bit kind of like, Oh God, do we, you know, do we really like it? That could have been an episode for me. Mm. Like, Like you said, Russ could have been there. And we could just, that would have been great to be sat at the table and heard all of the kind of social awkwardness and sort of, um, you know, Lily sort of maybe receiving one or two messages she shouldn't and sort of like, you know, sort of maybe having to take a call from Soul or something or, you know, that yeah. would be a really fun episode. But um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess it, they have to move the plots on somehow, but it, was a, it mm-hmm. did feel a little bit rushed, all of that stuff.
1: I actually wanted to know more about what Tracy was going to, or. Oh um Jazza as well was gonna We're gonna rustle up for the dinner party. So all we really got from that was that there were paper serviettes that she was fiddling about with and she made amazing chicken somehow, chicken dish. Don't know what that was, but Lily loved it. And I think that was it, wasn't it? Chicken and serviettes and some wine that she was happily wanting to be topped up.
0: I mean I assume I assume that Tracy's a very good cook. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just sort of just seems it just seems kind of you know, personal. She's you know, she doesn't I think being a good cook is mainly about not being scared of making mistakes and having a go, mm. isn't it? Otherwise, you get stuck in your ways. So yeah. I, I'd say Tracy's personality sets her up for that. Like She's definitely got mm. sort of person who'd happily ruin ruin a bit of food to get better at, you know, better at cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah, because on Twitter, I think people were sort of jokingly saying that she would make, you know, something terrible and obvious like chicken dippers and baked beans or something something simplistic Uh, i mean i mean mean, there
0: is a lot of snobbery like you said earlier on swills around about the archers from the audience and you know and i include myself in that i mean because there's all different kinds of snobbery and i can be you know my as I've started to soften on Helen recently, mm. it has made me realize how sort of irrational my hatred of her has been over the last, you know, years. Like it's sort of like ferocious. It's just, you know, a rather petty need to sort of be constantly entertained, and she doesn't do that. But, um but yeah, sort of. But, but yeah, I do. I do get a bit confused when I see people kind of like just sort of attacking Tracy or Susan or um the grundies for for these kind of like you know minor social indiscretions.
1: Yeah, your hatred of Helen is not irrational. But... <laughs> yeah, have you but okay. you, have you
0: not softened on her a bit recently? No. Not at all.
1: Why? No. Not really. No, no, no.
0: I think it's kind of like a, a sort of fueling fuel fueling fuel the engine thing. I just kind of I just don't think I had the energy to keep up that amount of rot mm-hmm. towards her. So once once she started to once she started to sort of behave a bit more humane, you know, humanly around um mm. humanely, humanely. It's not humane. Anyway, you know, more like a human <laughs> around Lee. I yeah. um I sort of felt I think I felt sort of the thaw the saw mm. was unstoppable.
1: Oh well, fair play to you. You're a you're a better man than I am. Won't because, happen to like, you I'm not one. Yeah. Um. And then at the end, Beth and uh, Vince made up, didn't they? They sort of had a bit of a. They danced, didn't they, to the walls come tumbling down by yeah. the style council.
0: That was that was um, agonisingly cringy that scene, <laughs> but you know I guess heartwarming as well.
1: Yeah, they always have the song that fits the bill, don't they, as well?
0: How can you dance to that song?
1: Well, you can't, can you? No,
0: isn't it just like sort of like sort of rather inept pogoing? Isn't that the only thing you can do to that?
1: (laughs) It's quite a frantic one, isn't it? I quite like the song. It's a good one to sort of sing along to. But um, yeah, dancing, I'm not sure how they all manage that.
0: Mm. It it does explain how we don't have an international reputation for romance when you know that's like the kind of song that can sort of have us rushing onto the dance floor uncles with um uncles with ties around their foreheads Mm. are going to who who did that song
1: it's the style council
0: oh right of course yeah i yeah paul Weller. um yeah he's he's he might be he's on my shula list i think oh is he bit of a prick
1: isn't he i don't know enough about him
0: The characters I don't like in The Archers, you can then sort of extrapolate from that the people I wouldn't like by reputation sort of famously. So um, Elvis Costello, Paul Weller, um, Sting, all these men, the thing they have in common is they are incredibly pleased with themselves and so that i think that's like my biggest that's my biggest sort of like you know red flag in a in a character or or a human being is someone who's too pleased with themselves
1: yeah is elvis costello pleased with himself i
0: mean that's how he comes across to me i'll happily be you know i mean maybe i'm wrong and and um Mm. hello at the dot com um email (laughs) is where you can tell me i'm wrong and send me examples of elvis being a (laughs) humble and um, incredibly sort of reasonable man but
1: you know. I, I tell you someone who isn't pleased with themselves this is a segue to die for. I, I sense that <laughs> yeah can you sense it it's so subtle Brian
0: oh he was he, oh. was, he was he was he was very supportive this way. I mean he was he was his sort of bumbling controlling manipulative self-serving self you know per you know as always <laughs> But uh, he was very gentle with Jenny afterwards and incredibly sort of regretful Mm. about the state of his family. And you you could hear how beaten up he was.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the interview, right, with Barnaby and Stella, Barnaby was a mini Brian who Brian had obviously sort of vastly encouraged to apply and pretty much had said, you'll get it (laughs) by the sounds of it, which isn't great, but. The fuss about Brian wanting to lead the interview, I thought was a bit odd because he has been doing that job for decades, and why shouldn't he lead it? I know yeah. it's all sort of you know not very feminist of me to say that, but um, it was or, or
0: or incredibly feminist of you to to see it purely as a question of competence and to mm. and to, especially because it's a family. I think, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, obviously, obviously, you know, gender is a gender plays a role in a family, but, but, you know, uh, the, it's, we, we all know, we all know that, um, you know, you know, Jenny is that Jenny is the, the the matriarch of that family. Brian is, uh, Brian is nowhere near, and, you know, he does not have the whip hand at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. As it, as it turned out, didn't it? Cause, you know, quite apart from the fact that Jenny said, come on now, let's all be respectful. So she sort of dealt with the bickering pair which she later referred to which was quite sweet uh, but she decided on the actual pay <laughs> didn't <Yeah>. she <laughs> that Stella was going to get and I thought Kate was a bit out of order saying you know why should you lead it I you know we should all have an equal say
0: I thought I, I felt sorry mm. for the actress playing Kate mm. I, th- I actually thought that going through it it was, it was just like it was so clunky you know she's been very obviously contrarian to kind of move move the plot. Mm. And it was annoying and not in a kind of funny, oh, isn't Kate ridiculous way, but just in a kind of like, oh, shut up, Kate. You know?
1: Yeah. Her hemp tea and the tea temples. I didn't know that tea temples existed. Did you
0: hear Brian step aside about the hemp tea? Say that again. Did you hear um, uh, the way that uh, um, Charles Collingwood um, played it when Brian was reacting to the hemp tea? (laughs) Yeah. At perfection.
1: I know. He sort of went,
0: empty and
1: laughed (laughs) like we all were yeah
0: put in a little chuckle
1: oh he he did an oscar winning i wrote a note about it an oscar winning laugh i think it was when stella it was a stifled laugh was saying about you know i used to work for this dysfunctional family (laughs) i can see that i won't have a problem with that here and brian sort of just did this fantastic strained laugh Uh, at that point please do listen out for that in the omnibus everybody
0: I mean this is the first one of the first of many negative marks against um Stella is that you know when you go for an interview you're interviewing the people as well as being interviewed I mean and she didn't pick up that Kate's an absolute fruit loop and Adam was (laughs) and of course Adam was on the call as well and Debbie you know Mm -hmm. Debbie, Debbie who pretends to be sane but you know Adam is completely cuckoo I mean you assume that half the interview was just him sort of wanging on about his various plans and you know, the, yeah. the the incredible gift of his, um, uh, uh, you know, long term dreams that um, Stella was going to be able to pick up.
1: Yeah. And Stella saying, you know, my mother is a hairdresser. My father is a lorry driver. Uh, I've got no farming background, but because I was a bit rumbunctious as a teen, they sent me to the young farmers. Is that what happens? <laughs> Do people get sent to the young farmers like being sent to a nunnery?
0: Yeah, in, in America, it's military school. In rural in rural West England, it's uh, the the young farmers. I mean, maybe this is what should have happened to Matthew. You know, he's from the West Country. Maybe uh, a <laughs> spell in the young farmers would have straightened him out. He wouldn't be flashing his um, see-through nipples on uh, unsuspecting passers-by on um, Portuguese beaches.
1: <laughs> but even I know the young farmers is all about partying, isn't it? And it's people who are far in a farming family already, isn't it? Normally
0: I, mean, I I only know about it from the arches. So I I assume that that the you know the version we hear is is far from the truth. But I mean do you have any when you were up in Yorkshire did you sort of like have a, any run-ins with the young farmers?
1: Oh god no. No no no. I was in Wakey, Shaky Wakey, Wakefield. Uh no farmers around there. It's quite near the rhubarb triangle. That's another story. Um no.
0: That sounds like a euphemism for something, and I'm trying to think about what. Like, oh, you know. <laughs>
1: know, it's quite famous the rhubarb triangle. Have you heard of it?
0: Oh, like you know, someone's like you know, um, oh, uh, I've had, I've had the trots, and I've got my ass is like a Japanese flag. Um, <laughs> yeah, rusty
1: you know, sheriff Yeah,
0: oh god, uh, you know, I had a curry last night. I've got a right rhubarb triangle. You know. <laughs> um you know something like that anyway mm, you know. no
1: i've never ever really actually come across a young farmer but
0: um <laughs> i wish i could say to- oh no peter come on <laughs> no need for that that's disgusting i mean this, I is, think... this is this is degenerating yeah. but
1: people know of their existence don't they yes I, I, but... I don't know i didn't know you got sent to them if your mum was a hairdresser and your dad was a lorry driver as if that would sort you out somehow yeah,
0: um, and again mm-hmm. back to your back to what you're saying about snobbery. It's like okay, right? Okay, yes, thank you. Sledgehammer, subtle <laughs> dropping of kind of um, cliched sort of, you know, sort of down to earth jobs to sort of mm. root root Stella. Her names in the stars, but she's grounded. Um, oh, you know? yeah. So that was yeah, well done, well done, writers. I mean, they have a very difficult job. I, mean, I yeah, any of these little yeah. snippy comments are not meant to be. You know, I wouldn't do any better. I, I would, I would. But um, um, but no, I wouldn't do any better. I absolutely would. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to be too snippy about them. They do, you know, generally do a fantastic job. Mm.
1: There was a, some good tweets about the, the fact that she's called Stella and how will Alice cope if people are talking <laughs> about Stella all the time. Which I know is awful, but I, it's funny too, isn't it?
0: I did waste about five minutes of my life when I was writing the title for this week's episode to suggest to you and Matthew <laughs> trying to work out how to get a um, um, wife beating joke in to do with um, um, Jenny and Brian, but I uh, failed.
1: Yeah, that that would go down well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So poor Brian, he was kind of browbeaten. He he said, um, "I might as well not be here," didn't he? And and Jenny was like. What do you mean she said, well, it's just like when you felt you were detached when adam was leaving home farm
0: well he's gone he's gone full matt busby or bill shankley i think that's the right liverpool manager where event mm-hmm. was it Bill shankley who they eventually had to say to him you are no longer welcome at the ground the same oh. thing with matt busby like you know it's like look you were the manager and now you are welcome to go and sit in the hospitality box and box and hand out biscuits but um, yeah, this is this is very much Brian retired. Was it three years mm. ago? Maybe longer, and he's still kind of like whining, yeah. why, "Why am I still involved?" It's like you're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be building train sets with Tony. You're not supposed to be on the farm, but um, sort of bothering people.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all I mean I'm all for Brian staying at the center of things. Mm. I'm just saying, like you know, factually, mm. you shouldn't be anywhere near it.
1: Yeah, he is still quite hands-on, isn't he? Which I really like. I mean, I really enjoyed that episode, actually. I know Kate was a bit annoying, but I liked the Brian-Jennifer, especially the bit where Jennifer said about the bickering and uh, it reminded me, suddenly I was Jennifer again, stopping Kate and Brian bickering kind of thing and longing for that normality again. I thought that was quite a tender moment
0: that spoke to me a little bit because I think that's something we've all gone through with the, with the whole um, COVID situation is, mm. you know, like my, my number one desire, my, my yearning to be bored and have a tedious routine. That's all I want. <laughs> and I think, you know, like, um, I mean, it's different for everyone, but that's, that's how I feel. And, you know, so, so yes, yeah, so I, you can imagine for Jenny, the idea, the idea of a, of a, of a family row over a Sunday roast would be just like her dream, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I thought that was quite well played, really, and well written.
0: Yeah. That little bit.
1: Yeah, and then Susan and Neil. Good heavens. Well,
0: yeah, I feel really, really bad for them, but I mm. sorry, and I I have said this before, but am I mad for just feeling like this disintegration of their marriage has just been sprung from nowhere? Like they were it feels like just a couple of weeks ago that they were like, you know, there was the a golden
1: like, couple. Yeah. Well, they were they're,
0: they're going at it hammer and tongs and there was kind of all kinds of little sort of jokes about, you know, their sex life. Mm-hmm. Um Also all the affection, like how supportive Neil was when she was um, doing radio Susan. Mm-hmm. So I just, I feel like it's disintegrated too fast. And, and the yeah. problem is, is that hey, it was summed up this evening, right? Her embarrassed and awkward silences, at having at the meal with Neil still mm. sounded a thousand times more fun than hanging out with Shula. like <laughs> So it just doesn't, it's just not plausible. And it was really awkward and sort of um, horrible to listen to when Neil was kind of like a praise, lavishing praise on Shula the other day. And, you know, we know that Shula's now in love with him and all this sort of stuff. It's just, like, Oh God, I just didn't, it just didn't feel plausible that, that Neil would throw away his marriage with, you know, his lovely Susan for this monstrosity.
1: I know, I know, I know, but I think it's more subtle than that, and more more layered because Neil's pretty oblivious to a lot of what's going on. He's oblivious to how um, the depths of doom that that um, Susan's feeling, and he's also oblivious to the heights of passion that Shula is feeling. True. So there's that, then this poor susan once she is absolutely frazzled knackered poor woman and if there's a there's a little you know once that seed of doubt and mistrust is sown in your mind about your other half um it it does play with your rationality doesn't it or rational yeah. that's I'm not rationalizing functions i don't know
0: that's true I, I thought about that the other day i had i got sort of a, I had a bit of kind of like um very i had a bit i was feeling a bit beaten up from something i had been through before mm-hmm. and i realized that i realized that i was in sort of infecting a new situation with my kind of like you know paranoia mm-hmm. because of the past so you know I, I know what you mean it's sort of yes you 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 can completely distort a situation just because of your fear and your sort of yeah. anxiety yeah
1: which is why every time Neil was sort of going, "Oh, you look lovely," and you know, "Oh, they've really done out the interior very well, haven't they?" And she, "This
0: lamb is cooked perfectly, Susan." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know. He's, I love his voice, but when he said about the redecoration of Grey Gables, she went, "What you mean? Because of that explosion that nearly killed my my sister?" <laughs> it was like every time he tried to say something nice, and you know, he said, um, oh, your hair, you've done something different, haven't you? And, and at first it, she, there were little hints of her getting quite excited when he was saying nice stuff. Um She was very thrilled that he'd noticed. And then there was this tragic thing about, I got my curling tongs out that I haven't touched for sort of 30 years. And I wasn't sure if they still worked. Um. Oh, so there were little moments where you thought, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then he bloody mentioned shula and from the point of him mentioning shula which as i've mentioned earlier he's oblivious to why that's quite so potent Mm. um then susan went super prickly then um didn't she she it was from that point yeah doomed fully um even though he was i told a really terrible sort of little thing oh do you remember when i ordered pavlova and you wanted to swap it for the tiramisu or something she went i want to go home
0: yeah i did i did um i put out a tweet saying you might have to talk me through some of the show and thank i think yeah there's bits and bobs there that i just didn't hear because uh,
1: yeah
0: my son was kind of going um, um a, bit, a bit berserk but but uh, yeah i did hear all the stuff with the tiramisu at the end and i was
1: mm.
0: it was very it was very sad to hear sort of susan giving in that's just not her personality is it you know yeah that you know and she kind of referred to that herself like you know um with her okay. chat with pat and mm. you know how she view, you know she's kind of got that kind of sort of inner confidence and she sort of you know she, she sort of like maybe she this is my word not hers but a kind of almost a kind of a sort of obnoxious swagger when it came to her sort of marriage like a sort of like a total yeah confidence. and what's it she said oh yeah i i you know I'm, i'd be bursting with stuff to say when i came home and yeah. all this looking forward to talking to him so it's Poor Susan. Mm. I mean, but the thing is, though, Kerry is she. She has to look after that baby because there's no one else to do it. There's no one else to help her look after that baby. She has to look after me. So, so that's it. That's the end of it. She's going to have to be tired.
1: (laughs) Wow. Is she? You know, there's loads of other people who could help, yeah, aren't
0: there? Like Chris. Could Chris help? I mean, that's impossible. Yeah. Like any of her family, could they help? I mean, that's none of them yeah. have had kids. Um, what about um, what about um, Jenny and Brian? They couldn't possibly help. I mean, it's not like they're involved.
1: Pat did my head in as well when poor Susan was uh, opening up to Pat saying, you know, my, my Neil he's drifting away from me. I thought we were the golden couple. We never have time together, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, uh, uh, yeah. And then Pat said something like, um, oh, it was difficult for me and Tony at one point. I had depression. He didn't quite understand it. So what we did was we made an effort to have time together and to communicate and Susan's like, oh yeah, that'd be nice to be able to do. And Pat didn't Let's offer do. to help, did she? Like, yeah. like, I can have Martha. I'll come and babysit. You no, know I
0: haven't been here the last few months because I've been on compassionate leave. You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> but what she, who she, she gone, should have gone and talked to Lillian, who would of course march round to Neil's workplace with a haversack full of boner pills, <laughs> and you know, and absolutely had it out with him. Mm-hmm. That's um, you know, that's the solution to everything. Go to Lillian.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's just disappointing when people are sort of seeing Susan in that state and saying you really should, you know, make time for each other, but don't offer to help with that.
0: Yeah, there's, there's full Gwyneth Paltrow, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you tried a £3,000 yoni egg and a facial scrub? Because that might be just the thing you need, like, or take a couple of weeks off in one of my exclusive spas in the Seychelles. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: I know. I know. And, uh, you know, even Chris was a bit annoying with this, you know, you can have a couple of hours off. Up the road at Grey Gables, we've all chipped in.
0: Oh, he sounded very happy with himself.
1: Yeah, as if he'd sorted everything. It's like, mm, don't really understand why he's not doing more. I know he's got a job, but you know, lots of parents have jobs.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's. I get, I get that he has. He works for himself. It's, it's difficult to, you know, you 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 don't have a team of people who can sort of share the load. If you go, if you don't do it, your client's going to go somewhere else. So fair enough. I do. I do understand that. But, but equally, like, you know, he, he does. He's a young man. I mean, I, I mean, I managed to, I managed to go partying every night, go to the gym every day, and work a full shift. And basically just like, at, at his age, I don't know how I did it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I didn't see sunlight, I didn't see sunlight for like, you know, for a few years in my late 20s i know he's a bit older than that but it just seems ridiculous that he needs this full nine hours eight eight hours it's like susan's thrashing herself to pieces she's 60
1: on the nose
0: like you know Mm -hmm. he was absolutely crazy he can't find a bit more energy Mm.
1: Um, yeah And, and like what neil did say to susan didn't he um i think maybe we're we're just tired and i was thinking well yeah maybe you are I don't know and then I doubted that because I think does Neil have something for Shula really And uh, it was it was very well done I felt fa- I found it very sad and even at the end when he got home and said let's have some hot chocolate and snuggle up on the sofa and watch that thing we've been watching and she went mm. no I want to go to bed Ooh, hot chocolate. that was yeah
0: hot chocolate after the show
1: <laughs> but he could have said all right, I'll come up to bed with you then.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, no, true. I mean, it's.
1: I was willing him to say, "I love you," Susan. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I you you've this
0: is the thing. I mean, I I I think I think sometimes I need to take more time to actually kind of emotionally connect with the archers because I think sometimes I do. I do kind of like listen a bit dispassionately, you know, like, you know, the scene in clash of the Titans when all the gods are sitting there (laughs) playing with the chess pieces. Mm. I think that's sometimes my kind of slightly lofty and sort of um, removed view Mm. of the whole thing. And, you know, when you say these things, it does remind me that, you know, actually there is a depth to it that I perhaps sometimes don't tap into. Mm.
1: Oh, it was, I've just remembered another funny bit though, when Susan and Pat were speaking, um, Susan was sort of crying and saying, we barely speak apart from sniping. And Pat went, that's normal. (laughs) And I was thinking, yeah, it's bloody normal for you, Pat. That's all you do. Snipe, snipe, snipe.
0: It was not nice to hear from Pat. It wasn't nice to hear from Pip. Pip and Pat back this week.
1: Oh, she's so revolting, Pip, isn't she? The minute she appeared... It was nag 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 nag. You meant to open the gate. I'm trying kind of... <laughs> to <laughs> Oh God, poor Ben. I literally
0: yeah. Josh was Josh was um Josh was bumbling. But he he was he he wasn't trying to he was listening. He might have made some jokes yeah. at Ben's expense, but he he offered to listen. And when Ben mm. was still obviously a bit ups you know, still hadn't worked it out in his head. Mm. He said, get another beer, which is a kind of a shorthand for, you know, let's keep this conversation needs to keep on going. Yeah. So, you know, yes, Josh was Josh was kind of wasn't ideal, but at least his kind of heart was in the right place. Pip Pip couldn't wait to sort of bash Ben around and give him all, you know, lecture him and sort of like point out his shortcomings and laugh straight in his face about it all.
1: Yeah, I know. And actually, Josh and Pip's advice was polar opposites, wasn't it? Because Josh said, don't rush into making a decision about anything. And whereas Pip sort of went, oh, well, you know, 10 months in, if you're having any doubts, you shouldn't stay together.
0: I kind of agreed. Well, I didn't agree with that bit. Um, I did, I kind of agreed with both. Of them. I agreed with um, Josh when he said, you know, you, it, it, relationships don't magically sort of, you know, they're mm-hmm. not magically brilliant. You need, there needs to be effort and you should, you know, if you want, you know, if you want to make things good with Evie, you can kind of, you can, you know, that, that, you know, you have to commit to it. Yeah. Um, but then equally, equally like Pip's point that when you're 19, you're, you're allowed, you're allowed to split up after, <laughs> after 10 months, and just yeah. say, you know, yeah, not for me.
1: It's highly unlikely that at 19 you have found the one, isn't it, really?
0: I always like those couples. It's you, you, you get this all the time. Like the couples who met, met, you know, like in the first year of university, kind of like were together for a couple of years, split up, had a series of other relationships, and then got back together again. And I always think that's like the kind of the ideal. So you have that mm-hmm. whole childhood sweetheart thing. You've known each other through thick and thin, but also you do not ha- you're not going to be living a life kind of um, wondering what if you know yeah Charlotte and I went to school together but didn't know each other
1: no I didn't know that
0: yeah well I met her when um, I met her through basically I I got I moved back from Asia and I was I needed somewhere to live so I was going to try and live I got interviewed to live in a flat uh, with Mm. another person I went to school with and didn't know and and anyway so my uh, my flatmate was one of Charlotte's school friends and so that's how I met Charlotte oh but yeah, we went to the same school, but just, you know, different years.
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway, so, yes, so
0: in a strange, in a strange, not at all true kind of way, we are childhood, mm. not sweethearts.
1: <laughs> when you then chatted about the fact that, oh, my God, we were at the same school, did you obviously, I presume, know the same sort of teachers, same some not of really. the same people there? Oh, right, okay. No, no, there's
0: no, very, very little of that. Um, are you
1: about 20 years older than her
0: (laughs) yeah um (laughs) uh, when i say went to the same school i was teaching there
1: yeah are you russ yeah
0: yeah her mum runs a stately stately home oh
1: good how is the gallery (laughs) oh
0: it's 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 actually people have been um um saying that my um those basquiat style knockoffs that i've been you know putting Mm. up were were you know not going to make any money but they really have done quite well
1: oh good Uh, good on you i'm very very pleased yeah oh dear it was funny when um jennifer did that fun that exposition about ambridge as well that's just propped up in my mind um you know when she was saying oh Great gables marvelous restaurant my son-in-law's the chef uh, and um i've just seen susan who's my daughter's mother
0: <laughs> this is this is going to be where technology kicks in like ai <laughs> and those bits you won't hear if you're a seasoned listener kind of it'll be like okay you know it'll sense (laughs) that you're you know you don't we'll hear a different version where she talks and she just kind of Mm -hmm. like it says more about you know if it's like yeah because they do need to they do need to I mean you do realize they do need to keep new listeners informed yeah it's fair
1: enough it's fair enough and you would explain that sort of thing to a newcomer like Stella wouldn't you I suppose it was just funny to hear did you not
0: think that it sort of revealed just how incestuous the whole place was
1: of course yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: I mean, Jenny kind of joked about that a little bit herself, but I was mm. listening to it thinking, God, you know, this really does show how sort of mm. t- tiny this little environment is.
1: What did you think of Stella sort of turning down the holiday cottage? Because she said, um, you know, part, part of the reason she wanted the pay increase was because her previous role involved accommodation, and Brian was like, oh, hey, we've got the holiday cottage. And Stella went, what, well, those places we've just passed no thanks <laughs>
0: yeah very sensible of her. I mean this, did she I, mean
1: location wise or was she dissing the holiday cottages as being not great I mean I was projecting onto the situation I
0: guess but I've had you know many friends who've worked above pubs they've lived in mm. and they just spend all their wages in the pub and their whole life just becomes you know being in being being in, in that pub as I think yeah. I think that work accommodation can become a you know, a gold, a gilded cage sometime. Mm. It seems like a great idea, but you're now like any, any emergencies, guess who's on site. Yeah. Um, you, you don't have any privacy that kind of work life balance is skewed. I mean, I think she was absolutely, she did exactly the right thing. It's like, no, no, you give me the right amount of money and I'll find my own accommodation. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. If that was what she was... She didn't want to live where she's working, that's fine. I just Mm -hmm. got a whiff of her going, oh, no, I don't want to live in those cottages.
0: (laughs) Don't forget, Carrie, she is the daughter of a lorry driver and a hairdresser. Maybe she's not. But um,
1: I do actually love that actress. I like Lucy Speed a lot. You know, in the days when I... Where do I know from? Well, in the days when I did used to watch EastEnders sometimes. I used to watch it when I did the ironing when the kids were little so i'd watch the east enders omnibus uh, whilst ironing on a sunday i think it was um and she was in it then she she's really good i just get the feeling she's a cracking sort of woman but um yeah and she's already been on the, on the Twitters, hasn't she sort of saying how much she's looking forward to being a part of it
0: i think she's obviously you know here for here for a while i mean mm. maybe maybe she'll be a charlie thomas uh, was that a surname? She'll be a Charlie style, yeah. you know, big character for half a year and then and then off. That could be that could be plausible. But, but I'm looking forward to getting to know her a bit more. And you know they've 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 painted her mm. role on the farm in big bold bright letters, haven't they? She's going to yeah. wind Brian up something absolutely rotten, or are we going to have another affair? You're Brian oh, Gary. Oh. in a while.
1: Oh, my goodness. Could he?
0: Brian's in the office, poring over um, tilling and, um, uh, um, you know, um, sewing plans. Suddenly there's a rainstorm. She rushes in, soaked to the skin. Oh, you poor thing, says Brian. Throws his coat around her. Mm. Their eyes meet. Oh, no. You're Brian. Yeah. He's got previous.
1: Oh, well,
0: oh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I... <laughs> I, I I assume I, I mean I've listened to the artist for a long, long time, but I mean, mm. I've taken some holidays. I don't remember any of the Siobhan plot at all.:
1: Oh God, I do. I remember listening to all of that. Um, it felt bloody awful, to be honest. I mean any any sort of cheating is horrific to yeah. me, in my mind. you know, if you want to do all of that, don't be with the person you're with
0: that was that was sort of that tied into um the whole the, I, I I thought that was a lovely you know ben's Ben felt sort of sick by dumping mm. something and he was sort of racked by just even the thought of cheating yeah. on Evie so it was quite sort of you know that was it was interesting to see him sort of like dealing with that now that's another thing about pip I mean mm. basically her brother her brother was you know he was bed hopping he's like he's like okay mm. I don't want you I want this new one yeah he was trying to do it in the best way possible. Yeah. given his age it's kind of like I mean it's still fine though isn't it I mean it's like if you at know,
1: least he did do that instead of just exactly cracking on with both yeah yeah
0: you know I mean it's, there's plen- plenty of people who would have gone off for a crafty little day or two and just to mm. you know test the waters before um not me I'll hasten to add um <laughs> before, and that, that wasn't I wasn't suggesting it's all right but you know that's um mm. plenty of people do that don't they
1: yeah exactly and I thought Good on him. He had a bit of a think about it. He chatted to people about it. He broke up with her. It was quite funny when he said, "Have I broken her heart?" <laughs> and Pip went, "What, really? That isn't a thing." Well, she would say it isn't a thing because she hasn't got one. So, do
0: you remember the first time someone broke your heart, Kerry?
1: Uh, oh God, you know you have lots of heartbreaking moments, don't you? When you're young, a
0: youngster. Yeah. I wonder but- if there was a particular there was like a first one where it was sort of like particularly agonising.
1: Well, all of the relationships I've had, I've ended them. Yeah, I can imagine that. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely (laughs) brutally. No, 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 not at all brutally. No, far, far, far too patient. I was patient, patient, patient. No, but I'm thinking
0: of the actual, the final moment.
1: Well, I just go, that's it. I've had enough (laughs) (laughs) now. Yeah, yeah, but I have actually ended them all. Oh, never been dumped? No.
0: Blimey that's no. quite, that's quite a record
1: but that's not to say it was all plain sailing along the way in fact far from it in certain instances but um yeah it was been me who's put the final nail you in have the been dumped it. once oh yeah i have haven't yeah. i with you
0: yeah we've been dumped together but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: yep yeah. and that was yeah, exactly. welcome to be honest yeah,
0: we're back to our, our year anniversary again yes yeah. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> yeah, happy days yeah um <laughs> yeah but i so ben ben came across ben came across very well with that I he suppose. did he's he's um the job they've done over the last three months of kind of solidifying him into this kind of very yeah. steady eddie i mean i think mm. maybe he's like a young oliver quite fun, Ooh. quite fun you know not yeah. too serious But also with a kind of like a kind of moral core, sort of very much governed by what is right rather than what is easy.
1: Mm.
0: You know, so I think, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's going to be, you know, that's, that's, he's, he's going to be there for, he's definitely, he's not going to get killed off.
1: I hope so. He, and it is, it is funny that he might have a relationship with a Casey.
0: Everyone should. <laughs> yeah, they have done a bit of a number on Vince recently. And I haven't, I haven't liked Vince. I mean, still adore Vince, but it's like, come on, let's just, yeah. it's like with Justin, Justin turned up and he was this big, well, in a China shop, mm. like massively overconfident kind of like sort of uh, anachronistic sort of alpha male character. And Vince was a kind of slightly more nuanced and sort of um, sophisticated version of that. Like once you got past the, past the mm. surface, he was a lot. More, you know, he had he had like you know a sort of a level of emotional complexity to him, and sort of sensitivity. And now, and it's suddenly they're just all these different things they're asking him to do. I mean, I yeah. guess that comes with the territory. But I I liked the original Justin and the original Vince.
1: Yeah, because the original OG Vince, he took no prisoners he right. was like bam 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 i'm on top of this situation left right and center and now he's afraid of upsetting steph afraid of beth and the boyfriend um sort of really pacing around trying to practice his speech that he was really nervous about very very pussy footing everywhere and mm. it sort of doesn't quite feel right for him does it maybe it's because he's trying to be Different for Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, could be tied into that, I guess. And Elizabeth was playing a blinder, wasn't she? I loved how she just mingled with all the ex wives, went on the dance floor, chatted to Beth, made sure that Beth knew Vince properly cared about their relationship and didn't really quite know how to go about it. So she was um, instrumental in getting them back together. Um, so L- Elizabeth did very well good job she was at the wedding i think
0: yeah yeah absolutely i thought i thought she was um she was magnificent in the way that she dealt with that and um you know and that was i mean you know that can be um you know she's it's it's quite a good role to be in isn't she she's the sort of stepmother figure she's important mm. enough that beth has to be on best behaviour and has to sort of con- you know consider her words but yeah but he's also completely separate from it and able to give that kind of give that perspective
1: yeah, just sort of exactly. a very
0: useful, very useful tool. But I mean, maybe maybe things will settle down a bit now because I just want to get back to Vince and um, mm-hmm. having a bit more fun. But yeah. um, but just, we will see.
1: Mm, just fearing, sl- just quickly back to Shula, She was a bit odd with Neil, wasn't she? I thought you know when they were having that discussion about you know. Neil broke down a little bit, didn't he? And said, "Oh, it's so nice to be back here. I've missed speaking to you. Um, oh, you know. can speak to me any time about anything." And then, why do you want to go back to this, Kerry? I'm sorry, but then Shula was saying, um, "It's a two way street. You can talk to me about oh. anything as well." Oh. And, um, I know, <laughs> but at one point Neil went, "Is there something you're trying to tell me, Shula?" And she went all flustered, didn't she? and sort of change the subject as if she almost was going to tell him that she's got the hearts. So I think it is on a a horizon that she's going to just go, I love you.
0: Well, yes, I mean, and goodbye being Mm. a vicar. So this is the, this is the, this is the, I mean, God damn, I was about to go on a massive vicar rant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to have brought her up. Yeah, well,
0: you... you know, I mean yeah. it is what it is. It's, it ultimately, Kerry, it's not your fault.
1: Oh good. <laughs> yeah. It
0: is the it's, it's my fault for mm. listening to the archers in the first place, which is something that I have no one else to blame for. So mm. you know, there we go.
1: Okay. Fair dues. So I think
0: well we've 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 done what we've done, Ben. We've done we don't I think we've told we've talked about most of the stuff this week, haven't
1: mm. we? We have.
0: Feels yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. So what what are our comings and goings? I think we Matthew's going to be back next week. You are off on potentially off again, aren't you? You're I off have, preventing.
1: Yeah, I it's I think I am because the government have said that Spain is staying amber. Right. Today, a... so I am going to Mallorca on Monday morning for 10 days.
0: Right, so um expect um enormous levels of smugness on the twitterverse everyone where will um <laughs> uh, are you gonna are you gonna be smug on the um cider shed channel as well as your own personal um, personal account or
1: um i can st- i think i can still do the tweet alongs from the beach i can still listen to radio 4 and tweet so, I could slip a few pics in of the palm trees and what have you.
0: Oh, please do. Matthew, Matthew still owes us his top knot picture. So, that's. Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah.
1: He had it hidden under a hat, didn't he? Um, but I can't do the next two cider shed right. pods. So, yeah. yeah.
0: It's back to. We're <laughs> off to Ramble Town again. It's going to be me and. <laughs> <laughs> me and matthew uh sort of like you know like two two rats tied together by their tails sort don't of like be silly around. oh what no it was I, I you know it's a lot of fun for me but yeah. um, i feel sorry for poor matthew oh stop
1: it you were both bloody marvelous oh, Well, yeah, thank you
0: very much um mm. so yeah so where mm. can people find us on, the, on twitter
1: yeah on the twitters we are at the cider shed pod so do come along and join us we're having uh a right old time of it on there lots of fun and lots of new followers so thank you
0: so when matthew gets back from his holiday um i think you can find him at um the cider shed podcast for the facebook group and the cider shed pod for the instagram feed so yeah that's where you can bother him and um if you want to um send um any suggestions about how we can improve the show, please ping them along to hello at the side And that's our email address. And um, I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. Um, and yeah, um, um we haven't said this in a while, but um, please, 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 please recommend us. We, our numbers are doing brilliantly. Thank you very much. They sort of slowly go up each week. Kerry has a lot to do with that because she is uh, always reaching out on the, uh, on Twitter to sort of um, um, find new people. But um, please recommend us. Please um, write some reviews um, on um, anywhere, you can, anywhere you can, preferably nice ones. But, you know, it's not for us to say. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's still a lot of fun to do. So thank you very much.
1: It is, yes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in three weeks with a that bit of a tan. Good. Do you tan? I do tan instantly. Uh, uh, okay,
0: at least one of the three of us does. Yeah yeah <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. well, see you everyone
1: bye Hello.